0: In the body, connective tissues bind structures together, form a framework and support for organs in the body as a whole. Every closed system has connective tissue, the human body, the biosphere, and the open marketplace alike.
1: The Connective Tissue Podcast is an attempt to connect the philosophies, experts, and opinions that comprehensively encompass the five compounding F's of life. Fact, finance, fitness, family, and freedom. Together, we represent the connective tissues of life.
0: Our intention is for you to use the information provided to contrast against your own walk of life to maximize every avenue of success, peace, and prosperity. No matter how you view it, movement is life. Remember, it's not like magic, it is magic. Eternally rhetorical, how do you move? I'm your co-host, Philip A. Croshan.
1: And I'm your co-host, Garrett G. Mezzanotto. And together, we are the Connective Tissue Podcast.
0: Welcome back, man. Welcome back, guys. Man, it's been... Been a pretty good day. Um, nice little pump that we got. Maybe we shouldn't even include that, huh?
1: Why not? You got to get a pump. <laughs> a pump is a necessity in my life okay. to get my mind right, get my brain right, yeah. get the blood flowing, get the juices flowing. I mean, I like to train six days a week. I know you're, you're opposed to that. You know, yeah, you I like, like pose. you like resting.
0: The body is in recovery more than it is in training. It is? At least. should be. Um, so, you know, we use certain things to help us, like dietary Di- supplements.
1: Dietary supplements. So that's what this episode's about. So yeah. So dietary supplements. Um, what are some of the most common supplements that you've taken in the past and that are most common out there, you
0: know? The most common would probably be... Surely be protein supplement. Protein. Um uh, the most studied supplement in the world is by far creatine. Creatine for and sure. The only one proven to work. Even that above a protein supplement.
1: And my understanding of creatine is it helps turn uh it helps create ATP, which is you your number one fuel source for exercise, right?
0: Sure. Um I would I would describe it more like uh, creatine is the the macro base of your phosphocreatine energy system Okay. so um, we have a natural amount of blood creatinine uh, already and uh, when you're looking at your energy systems you go from phosphocreatine which is anaerobic but it's very short-lived what you know. is
1: anaerobic for the normal people out there?
0: Anaerobic just means that it it doesn't, uh, in order for for the body to utilize that particular macronutrient for energy, it doesn't require the heart to send oxygenated blood to the muscles. Okay. So um, it just means it doesn't require oxygen. So you can tap into your phosphocreatine energy stores immediately, like you stand up, sit down, that's phosphocreatine. Um, if, if you are a competitive sprinter, the first 45 seconds of a sprint, it's going to be phosphocreatine. So
1: not long distance running because that becomes aerobic.
0: Absolutely. So even in some of the most competitive athletes, after about two and a half minutes, you've exhausted your anaerobic, um, energy systems. So you go from phosphocreatine to anaerobic glycolysis, which we just, we're using glucose for energy. Um, and then you get into oxidation, phosphorylation, we're really using fat as a, uh, as a substrate for energy. So um, creatine has been proven time and time again, really got popular in the research literature around 1980s, um, and it is the most effective dietary supplement that anyone can take, you can increase your um, your blood creatinine stores by about 70%. At that point, you really kind of see a um, like a flat line. You don't really get any, anything else, uh, but that's a lot, especially in in people who don't eat a lot of meat. You'll see those numbers spike pretty quickly. A an optimal dose of creatine is about five grams a day. At least a, a um a maintenance dose. Um, but if you wanna load creatine, I would say a loading phase do about twenty one grams a day for seven days. That's how I do it whenever I use creatine.
1: And then you taper it down or I
0: taper down hard. Five maybe, grams, ten grams? Two, grams, two to three grams a day, sometimes every other day, I give it every two days. Um, because you you'll see those results stay as long as you do a maintenance phase for about six weeks. Yeah, I mean, not to do anything else. Oh, go ahead, start
1: to cut. No, you. that's it.
0: No, you don't have to do anything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was eating animal protein for the most part, when that was the the bread of my protein sources, I uh, I was never taking creatine because I was eating enough meat mm-hmm. had creatine in it. Now that I'm plant based, is it is can you get creatine from plants?
0: Just like protein. Just like you protein. Know, you you don't. Get the yield of protein from plants, but the building blocks of protein are abundant in your plant-based sources. So creatine is also amino base. Okay. So absolutely, your body produces creatine as well. Um, but I I enjoy supplementing with. Well, I'm not saying enjoy. I have found great success supplementing with creatine to prolong. My anaerobic function so if we making that practical uh, let's just say you're on a you're on a program that's 12 weeks and you come in doing 10 reps of whatever movement every set um that creatine team will allow you to do like 16 reps theoretically right every set and over that period of 12 weeks if you do that multiplication you've gotten a substantially a, a, a substantial increase in uh how many reps and that you would have gotten that you would not have gotten otherwise um and allowed your body to get to a greater amount of muscle breakdown and recovery from from it therein
1: so creatine doesn't build muscle it no. just gives you more energy to perform better which has more muscular output which will yield more gains
0: absolutely because
1: on social media especially TikTok, during the pandemic and and after creatine has gotten super hyped up which yeah it did every all these influencers that don't have any credentials have been pushing creatine saying it builds muscle Mm -hmm. not necessarily truth but you have you have to train hard you have to exhaust yourself to build those muscles right Mm -hmm. creatine will help you Exhaust yourself. Right? Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, like I said, it prolongs your anaerobic function. That that has great implications, you know, for performance and anything. Um, the confusion probably comes from how the body is using the creatine, um, particularly how much it retains water in the beginning. Um, it it draws water back up into the cell. But you gotta remember your your muscles are seventy seventy five percent water, so it it is allowing you to do more on a functional level um while those cellular changes are happening And in that time the muscles are gonna look more full
1: denser, yeah,
0: you know just because it's bringing in more water for just for a period of time um so that's that might be what people are are seeing and thinking and feeling um but really they they're experiencing a, an increased anaerobic function
1: i love it i love it let's uh talk about protein um what do you what do you know about protein what's your what's your take on it
0: uh protein's great <laughs> protein's i like to supplement with protein um when I have it um I like to supplement with protein. It's just to make sure I'm hitting the numbers necessary for um, building skeletal muscle consistently. Um, The recommendation for athletes, elite athletes, would be about 1.8 grams per kilogram of the body weight. Um, Sometimes I just make it real smooth, round it up to 2. Um, because that number is always increasing in terms of recommendations Um, but whatever you whatever you don't use for protein your body's going to get rid of it so I definitely would be cautious not to just have really expensive excretion um, because that's what happened same thing like creatine creatine is really expensive um, on the market you know I'm in the dietary supplement industry uh, with black swan and creatine is one of our main ingredients in that product. And um, if, you, if you're if you taking more than your body is able to break down and absorb, then you're just gonna have really expensive excretion all the time. So, you know, it's important to, to understand the dosage. Um, tell me some, about some of your experience with um, dietary supplements in general.
1: Yeah, I mean, I currently am taking protein, creatine, um Amino acids, uh, and as well as fat burners. Mm. Um, personally, uh, this is the first time I've ever experimented with creatine, and and I'm fasting. I take a scoop of pro- of creatine before I come with my pre workout, mm-hmm. and I take a scoop of uh, creatine um, after. Mm-hmm. Right now, because I'm still on a, a loading phase, um, I I notice more results. I'm stronger. I'm not fatiguing as quickly, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm actually. Being able to put on more muscle mass even though I'm fasting while I'm training yeah um, it, it's crazy because I would have never guessed it I would have never fasted until I met you while yeah. training. <laughs> you know, I used to think oh man I gotta eat uh, a bunch of carbs before I work out but you know if you're eating carbs throughout the day after your workout you've you've you have that glycogen storage mm-hmm. and if you're taking creatine you have that a- ATP readily available mm-hmm. to go work out the yeah. next morning and and that's something that opened my eyes to creatine
0: Yeah, understanding that metabolic window is important. You know, it's more important to have your protein within that 45-minute metabolic window post-workout. Okay. Um, Creatine, just have it in the body in general. You know, it's it's different. Um, So that understanding, you know, when to actually dose with things, uh, that's important for sure. Um, You know, I got into the supplement game, um, or at least my my interest got into it um, during my undergrad. I actually had a really cool story. uh, This is Googleable, right? So uh, I was at Troy University. um, Had a lot of pressure on me, man. I was uh, going into my pro day. I just left the team, uh, left the football team my last year, my uh, my senior year, which would have been my, my fifth year. Um, and I'll talk about it later, but politics weren't where they needed to be. Uh, had to hash it out with the coach. Respectful, but I had to hash it out. And um, the next day, once I left the team, I was invited to join the track team. Okay. So that allowed me to still be eligible to uh, show on Pro Day and compete with the rest of the guys for all the pro scouts and, and i had a had a big day i end up doing 29 reps on a bench press with 225. Um, my best actually was 30 but on that day i did 29 and um that's crazy the the way i was i i did it was um i was at the same time i was in a lab practicum for um for exercise physiology, I believe. And um, I I was in a group. What we were testing was the effects of supplementing with um, sodium bicarbonate to buffer extracellular hydrogens as they accumulate during prolonged anaerobic function. So something like the bench press is all anaerobic, you know. Um, So we ended up, well, I ended up taking what we did in class and lab practicum and and applying it to myself personally for my performance that day. Um, So the the formulation was, I did, I did, what was it, like eight grams, um, eight grams of sodium bicarbonate with... 500 milliliters of a glucose fructose mix which is basically it's essentially the um the formulation for uh like a gatorade the original formulation for gatorade okay Uh, and the gut proteins carry that a lot a lot easier with the glucose fructose mix then um about 10 minutes later i dose with 500 milliliters of water um and this was all to hold down on, minimize on GI distress. <laughs> I did have a little GI distress. And uh, I also supplemented with caffeine as a pain doler. So I used caffeine as, as a vasodilator to increase absorption and a pain doler during during the performance. And I ended up doing the most uh, reps that year in the country at, um, at the bench press
1: 225 for 29 reps that's ridiculous yeah man let's talk a little bit about uh, amino acids before we get on to our next subject yeah um what exactly do you know that amino acids do from my understanding they keep your body in an anabolic state keep you from breaking down muscle mm-hmm. so recently i've been consuming about i mean i would throw a couple scoops of bcas in my in my water and it's helping me i'm not getting as sore I re- feel like I'm recovering faster mm-hmm. uh, as well as there's electrolytes in there. So I am staying hydrated. Um, what do you know about amino acids, BCAs?
0: Well, amino acids, dosing with amino acids and supplementing with protein is essentially the same thing. Same thing, right? Yeah. This yeah. protein
1: breaks down to amino acids. So yeah. if you're drinking amino acids, let's say you're doing, you're plant-based, you're only eating maybe... 60 70 grams of protein, um, Total? With, your, with your food, right? Okay, 50, maybe 50, 60 grams of protein, um, as a dietary supplement, and then you're drinking amino acids all day. Are you getting enough amino acids? Or are you getting enough protein in your diet? Yeah, I think so. Sufficiently,
0: yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, if you're doing that 50, 60 grams per meal and you're having two or three meals,
1: then yeah.
0: You know, uh, the amino acids, they're going to be tertiary with the benefits that they provide. Um, still can be good to have. I've never really done the the amino acid, the BCAAs, um, if, if I'm doing protein. Um, but the science is the exact same. It's identical, you know
1: same building blocks yeah right do you use BCA I've been using BCA's uh, always when I'm in a cut when I'm in a caloric deficit I'm always consuming that's a good BCAs. time I don't really need to do them when I'm in a, in a surplus when I'm bulking if you will yeah. but right now since I'm cutting every time I've done a show a competition doing so much cardio um, you got to prevent yourself from breaking down those muscles otherwise you're gonna lose all your muscle mass yeah. while you're cutting you know yeah um, doing an hour of cardio you know and you've told me that's backwards and I've actually haven't done any cardio this cut. Mm -hmm. I'm getting leaner faster. I'm gaining muscle while I'm getting leaner and my body's recompositioning while on BCA's. I'm also taking fat burners. Um, My fat burner contains Yohimbine, it uh, contains carnitine, it contains bioperine, which is a form of black pepper, Mm. um, and then cayenne pepper. But you can also take all of those separately and create your own fat burner if you will, as well as including caffeine as a, as a appetite suppressant, mm-hmm. which that's my supplement. There's all these things are supplements. So they're going to supplement good nutrition and exercise. You're not going to, these supplements aren't going to do anything for you. If you're, if you're not exercising properly, Yeah. <laughs> if you're not eating right, the supplements will do nothing. Right. right? And that's what a lot of people don't understand. And uh, I want to put this out there. If you're not eating right, if you're not training hard, supplements won't do jack shit for you.
0: I mean, it'll definitely have. It won't have the the advertised results. Yeah, right. I mean, if if you have a a diet that is just trash already, you know, and then you're doing a little bit of supplementation, sure, you'll probably see some type of benefit. If if you if you start to move more, I mean, that's typically how it happens. Someone that goes from not moving at all. um they, they move a little bit and they do supplementation. So yeah, I see some benefits. But um I was talking to um uh, not not too long before the show and uh, she said something that was I, I found hilarious. Um it was um someone who's obese who um some, someone who's who's obese and doesn't work out is going to see I mean, someone who's obese and works out is going to have better results than someone who's obese and does. I think I'm messing that up.
1: I think she said um, somebody who's obese and works out is going to live longer who's somebody than somebody who is not obese and doesn't work out.
0: Precisely.
1: Uh, I don't know the exact science behind it, but I would assume so because that obese person's moving. But also take in mind, if, if somebody is, is not moving and they're not obese, their hearts not having to work as hard. I think hard. that's
0: the main thing. Their it organs comes aren't down. having to
1: work as hard.
0: It comes down to heart health.
1: Yeah, if, if, if you're overweight, you're obese, you're moving, your heart's working extra hard that's rather than up. somebody who's lean, right?
0: For every pound of fat, the body lays an additional seven miles of blood vessels. Jesus. And that means the heart has to send oxygenated blood through those blood vessels for the tissues that they travel through to not become necrotic. Gotcha. So yeah, if, you, if you're overweight, you're putting your heart under a lot of undue stress.
1: As well as all your other organs, because your visceral organs, they already have fat around them, visceral yeah. fat. You're just creating more visceral fat. And that's why when, when you're exercising, when you, or when you start a diet, you start exercising, Your body's recompositioning from the inside out that's why you don't see results externally right away Mm -hmm. yeah if you're 300 pounds and you start a diet you start moving yeah you're going to drop weight pretty quickly rather than somebody who's 10 pounds overweight you know Mm -hmm. but people take in mind that that weight doesn't matter it's irrelevant when you start a when you start a regimen and you're trying to lose body fat you're trying to lose weight stop focusing on the weight focus on how you're feeling first then focus on what you're seeing in the mirror. Your body will start to change, but it's not going to happen overnight. Rome right. wasn't built in a day. And, and supplements aren't going to get those results that you're expecting. Discipline and, and, and accountability will.
0: I think you said something important. Looking in the mirror is different than hopping on the scale 100%. on the time. Pay attention to body composition.
1: Where are you changing? You're gonna, most people will notice changes in their face, their hands, yeah. their feet first. Usually, it wakes, uh, wakes up. It works its way up your extremities for the most part, mm-hmm. up your calves, up your forearms, up your biceps, up your quads. The last place most people lose all of it from is the midsection.
0: And this is this is just with a change in nutrition. Just a right? change in nutrition. If you're moving though, um, if you're if you're using the muscles. Local to area, you, chances are you'll see some change in that area. I mean, we can get into the conversation of spot reduction. You know, as, I think is a misunderstood topic. Um, but <laughs> that's another conversation. We'll get <laughs> into that. Um, but um, I think people see the least amount of results here is because they move the least in the core. You know, uh, and there is a way to move the muscles on the spine and we should do that we should do that regularly you, you you'll see that with a lot of uh, martial art martial artists or dancers um these athletes that use their entire body and in changing shape a lot of the times you you'll you'll see that they'll have very tight waist. you know
1: sucked up yeah yeah well let's let's talk a little bit about some natural herbs and remedies mm. um what are what are some of the do you know any of the natural remedies for uh, increasing testosterone
0: so I think we have to say that with a caveat yeah
1: I mean there's things that you hear not necessarily backed by science that that improve
0: you just gotta you gotta be aware that perhaps taking a spoon a table a, um, a tablespoon of Ashwagandha every morning may not be enough of a clinical dose to actually increase testosterone levels. You know, it's it's a bit of a micro dosing type of thing. Now, I have used ashwagandha. Great results. Can't say whether or not the results were exclusive to ashwagandha. I like it. Don't mind using it. I prefer using some type of natural remedy um, over. Always using pharmaceuticals. Um, but we, d- we do have to put that out that some claims are commercially exaggerated.
1: Some are. Um, you know, there's things like fenugreek, mm-hmm. yo- yohimbine, um, maca root, Yeah. Um, deaspartic acid. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, you know, I have, I need, to, the only way to know is to get blood work done, right? Mm hmm. I'm, I'm curious now that, that I'm plant-based, I, I would like, and I'm natural, I would like to start, I, I currently am supplementing with fenugreek, maca root, ashwagandha, diaspartic acid, as well as yohimbine. Mm-hmm. I should have got my levels, my test levels taken prior to, mm-hmm. and maybe 12 to 16 weeks after using these supplements. But personally, I feel like stuff's working better, right? Yeah. Da- like down there. Um, and and I've noticed tremendous amount of strength gains, uh, more vascularity stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know if it's working. So
0: it's it's hard to control it. You it's hard know, to control. It's like hard to. you're doing a lot of changes in your body, so your test levels are probably going to increase anyway. You know, the the way to really control it would be to to have two of you, you know, one of you don't do anything, and then supplement with all those and see. Are, are your test levels increasing I've not done a lot of um, a lot of uh, a deep dive into the research literature around um, dosing with ashwagandha and maca but i tell you what my um, my um, my I don't know if it's a different term uh, it's, it's leaving my head but the guy who got me into Muay Thai he's in great shape great shape he's got some years on me when I met him I thought maybe he was 24 you know <laughs> um, and he's always like take those ginsengs man ginsengs from everywhere Ginseng. and he, he makes this um, makes this tablet uh, it was really a capsule he makes them himself and he calls them sensu beans but he would all he give them to to us, everyone as as part of the uh the Mono Muay Thai family. Uh shout out to the guys. Uh he gives us these Sensu beans and I tell you what, everybody in our group is a hammer.
1: Gin, ginseng is more of a mental stimulant, yeah. Can be. Can be. Can
0: be. I mean that that's what they are um uh, they they're acclaimed to give a lot of mental clarity. Uh, but also testosterone improvement, you know, hormone regulation, all those things included. Okay, okay.
1: Have you heard of uh, theanine, Mm -mm. -theanine? Mm L-theanine? So it's an amino acid, but science says that it uh, can improve mental clarity and focus. Mm -hmm. Um, They've studied people with ADHD and it's helped them calm down. So there's a lot of L-theanine in a lot of pre-workouts nowadays and the one I'm currently taking, uh, I kind of feel like I'm in a euphoric zone. You know, mm-hmm. When I'm working out, I'm able to focus on kind of that tunnel vision that you're looking for. Previously, I've taken pre-workouts with like DMAA and DMAE, which they're more of a mental stimulant as well, but also I feel jittery and heart, heart palpitations, not good stuff. And, and so I try to stay on the cleaner route on when I take pre-workouts. But if you were to give somebody who's a new gym goer who wants to take wants to start supplementing because they've been on they've taken care of their nutrition they're moving regularly um, if you were to recommend three to five supplements what would you recommend them to start taking
0: I would say lean on the research literature the amino acids that are that are most correlated with skeletal muscle production are um, valine, leucine, isoleucine, those three. And those are also abundant in peas and pumpkins. Uh, But that's what the research literature says there. So I would say go for a protein with those in them. Um, Creatine being the most studied supplement in the world uh, will prolong anaerobic function. So if you are new to fitness in general and or performance outside of not even outside, inclusive of distance runners uh, supplementing with a creatine will be great for you because let's just give a practical example of you are a 200 meter sprinter which is in in the, the track and field world is still considered a short run um, but to any untrained person that's a lot you know fastest times are going to be you know 45 51 you know for for a, um, a moderate I don't know if it's a moderate but it, someone who who has been training but it's not necessarily saying these are the fastest time ever um, that creatine will last you pretty much all of that race okay and that's important to have because that will um, that that will take you beyond that lactate threshold that most people hit that wall early on. Um, so protein, creatine, um, then someone that's new.
1: I would say protein, creatine, and if you need to pick me up, depending on if you work early, work out early in the morning or work out late at night, maybe pre-workout, but I would start with maybe caffeine pills or maybe start with just coffee first. But, uh,
0: Caffeine is a wonder drug. I give you that. Um,
1: I prefer pumps. You know, maybe take a non-stem pre-workout, see mm-hmm. how you feel. Um, that'll help with vasodilation, which will open up your blood vessels a lot more blood flow, oxygen, nutrient flow to the muscle. Yeah. Uh, you'll appear more vascular and stuff like that. But let's end here um, on those supplements. So protein, creatine, and then if you need an energy pick-me-up or, or a pump, a vasodilator. A pumper of vasodilator in the form of L arginine, L citrulline.
0: Mm, um, I like L arginine. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Personally, that's my favorite. Um, so, protein, creatine, and uh, some type of energy.
0: I'll throw in a bonus. Bonus. Glucosamine. 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 Yeah. Joint,
1: uh, Help with the joint health. Joint
0: health, collagen production.
1: Joint health and collagen production. That's it, guys. Um, episode number three. We'll end it there. We'll end it there.